Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else listening, welcome back to Commissions Open Season 2. Character design for the set by Doida Flower on Twitter. Promotional art by Andromeda underscore Snow on Twitter. Icon created by Shy Starfall. Commissions Open logo created by Melodic Scavenger. And tonight's guest, the comic creator behind Vamp Sabbath and the lead character designer behind the web series Battle of the Bands, it's Drunken Fist! And here's your host, Doc Conrad. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Commissions Open, an interview podcast all about art in the digital age. Here you can hear the processes, stories, and lives of talented artists, voice actors, video creators, editors, musicians, and many other talented creators in the era of online work. I am your host, Doc Conrad, and today I am joined uh, by the wonderful uh, Drunken Fix, a.k.a. Max. Hello, Max. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's been a, like I just, like I told you before we started recording, this is my first one in probably in a few months now at this point. Uh, and I'm so glad to, for, that you were so willing to go ahead and be a part of this. I, I really do appreciate it. Of course. I love doing interviews. <laughs> so how is it that you would best describe yourself uh, to an audience who doesn't know who you are? How would you best describe yourself uh, involved with well, the work that you do and who you are? I could say I am mainly a graphic artist, a digital artist. Um, I basically uh, make concept art for video games, but I also in my free time uh, work on comics and freelance work and any other thing that people like request me to do. Um, but this basically, yes, I, I, I am a... Mm, how do you say like kind of like a pre-production artist in the media of video games and stuff like that all right is there any um is there any specific like uh video games that you know that you that like either have been released or the most i'm guessing they're mostly independent games that you've worked on um at least for helping with concept art is that correct yeah actually there have been like big name video games i've worked on like uh plants vs zombies and there's this other one game called uh, Agents of Mayhem that I worked with because I work in this, uh, mm, how do you call this, enterprise, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, uh, how, do you, how do you say this thing? I'm sorry. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to think the word of it. It's basically a, a, um, a studio that, that works for, um, like independently, but takes work from bigger studios. I don't mm -hmm. know how do you call that in English. Yeah. Mm, but basically, when big studios need like a little bit of help, they request uh, help and, and hire other little studios uh, so they can get some works done for them, right? Mm -hmm. So that's basically what I do in this studio. I, I work on. I, I work. Um, I'm situated in Mexico, in Monterrey, Mexico, which is in the northern part of Mexico. I'm actually pretty close to the border. Mm -hmm. um, but the headquarters of this of this studio are set on um, Austin, Texas, right? So basically, I get work from 
basically anything. I've I've worked from The Sims to um, how do you say uh, Plants vs Zombies and every, some other games. Actually, my studio also works not not only in the two D part of uh, in the two D department. They also work in the three D department, and they do some work for Blizzard. Um, they have worked uh, stuff also for um, how do you say this? Uh, oh, I, I forget sometimes. I'm sorry because I'm not always involved in the 3D parts of it. Oh, I've also worked for for EA games uh, like such as NFL stuff and FIFA, mm-hmm. but it's not not the thing I love to do the most. It's just like regular office work I get to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so typically, like the, those are involved with like the main section of work work that you do. Like nearly your day job is mostly mm-hmm. involved with that art, and it's still a passion for you at the same time. Involved with your com- with your web comic. Yes, uh, I like doing that. I like doing that very much. So, but I think what I'm very very passionate about is just having my free day or my free time off to work on my comics and other stuff. Um, such as like designing characters for other stuff. Like uh, right now, um, I guess it's not a, it's not a secret anymore because uh, the showrunner has been posting it about it like a lot. I'm working as a uh, how do you say the lead character design for an upcoming pilot uh, called Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, a, a pilot, a, like I believe a ten minute pilot, um, a- animated by the way, <laughs> of course. <yeah>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm working on that. And I'm, I also worked, uh, last month I worked designing characters for an illustrated book here in Mexico. So yeah, it, it's whatever comes, I take, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I'm very <laughs> passionate about most, I'm most passionate about um, drawing my own comic and, you know, telling my own stories. You've uh, you you've clearly not only done a lot of work involved with inside of the industry, but uh, your own work involved with like uh, your passion your passion projects and that which you've done yourself. Um, and you you said you're, yourself you've done a lot of freelance work involved, not just from uh, taking the taking these like uh, big name big name studios and helping out with their work, but also doing your own independent work. Um, and I think we'll definitely go ahead and get into that a bit further. But I'd love mm-hmm. to go ahead and hear more about how you first got into not only art itself, but uh, it, well, first off, art itself and how it is you found uh, your your love and passion for this jo- for this work, um, and then eventually how is it that you got into this uh, this this sphere of uh, game creation uh, in general with involved with concept art? I'd love to hear about that. Right. Well, I first started drawing when I was very little, when I was like three years old. I've always felt passionate about about art. I think it's one of the things that. Uh, you could say it's one of the things that I think I do the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to stick to this one thing I do good because I was never a sports kid or a math kid or anything like that, you know? So I was like, oh, I, I, I kind of draw okay, so I'm just going to stick to that. Um, and it all skyrocketed when, you know, when the internet uh, became a thing because maybe my voice doesn't sound like it, but I'm 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Um so I was there when DeviantArt first came around the corner. And the first thing I did, of course, was create myself an account there and post my scanned um, Crayola drawings, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, very, very, um, I think I felt very in love with the community. Because, of course, I didn't have any sort of community when I was like, uh, 
I don't know, 13, 14 years old. Most of the of my uh, classmates didn't even draw. I was the odd one out for to say something, right? So when I found this uh, online community of people that liked what I liked to do, of course, was very endearing to me. And of course, I felt super uh, obsessed with posting my art all the time, right? So I made friends and I, I learned from a lot of people. I even had the chance to um, send notes to people I, I really admired, such as uh, some colorists from Marvel, which one of the colorists that work, well, I mean, there are a lot of colorists, of course, but mm -hmm. one of them um, lives in my same city, right? And actually he was kind of like friends with my cousin, but I could never see him like, I, I never had the chance to meet him, so I sent him a note over DeviantArt and I said, hey, I absolutely adore your work. Um, I'm a fan. I was like 13, 14 years old when this mm -hmm. happened. And right now, it's funny because this dude is my friend now and it's just baffling to me, you know? Like, wow, how, how far <laughs> we've come. But yeah, the internet plays a big part, a, a big role in, in how I developed as an artist. As an artist, not artist. I'm not a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, and I hopped from website to website as they went by, you know, DeviantArt. And then I hopped into another little one called Tadaki, which was like a vlogging site, which in which you couldn't like really type, but you had to draw. So I went around in that uh, little place where I made comics and I role played like drawings with people, you know, you created your own characters and made up stories with others. The whole sense of community really, really made me very, um, very welcomed and very inspired to create more. And then I hopped on, hopped into Tumblr, which was my first like, um, hand-in-hand -hand experience with fandoms which also skyrocketed kind of like the popularity i had which which was a great for me i got to meet a lot of awesome people uh thanks to homestuck actually mm. uh i got to meet uh you know octopimp and i got to meet a lot of cool artists and also i got to skype twice with toby fox and it was great it was it was crazy i i guess i mean I just felt very noticed and it just made me, it kind of made me hungry for more. I was like, I want to be like a big artist like this, these people. So I kept on creating and creating and it just, it just felt right, you know, and, and people were, were very well receiving what I created. And then I hopped into Twitter, uh, Instagram and well, it, it's, it's a long story and perhaps the next big uh, website, I will be in there too. So I, I think I've talked for a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. This is this is what I want to hear. Just knowing that there's so many things I can go off with that. Are you kidding me? Like you've you've grown uh, from an artist all the way from uh, the age of 13 to re to being someone who has recognizing like amazing different artists and feeling and feeling like happy that you can't could be to growing into one yourself and i of think that, that that's a that's a that's a wonderful story to, for for others to go ahead and hear especially because a lot of people like look up to other individuals and they don't realize like it, in some cases like i say even a majority like everyone's a fan of everyone's content they put on online like uh -huh. especially the especially the bigger ones um of and you, you you being you being able to go ahead and meet those kind of people those kinds of people is a is a great i'm guessing a great experience and really helped like drive you further like you stated um of course yes i sometimes i just can't believe like 
there are so many things I like, especially about the, the online platforms we have right now is that, uh, I don't know, one day I posted some fan arts, uh, some Gargoyles fan arts, because Gargoyles is one of my favorite cartoons of all times. And the creator, Greg Weissman, was like, I like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell? And I was like, eh. he even defended me from a from a hater. A hater was like, nah, I don't like them, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, shut up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> he stepped in for me. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it's just great. And yeah, of course, what you say uh, about little uh, artists or people that are starting. Uh, and sometimes they, they get a little, uh, how do you say this? Uh, like a little sad, a little down in the dumps that they get they don't get recognized as quick but they, what they what some of them don't realize is that some people or some of the biggest people that have biggest numbers i'm not saying i am one because there's people that have huge numbers and most of them just really had to make a path for that and have been like um building that kind of following for from years and years and years mm -hmm. um so yeah um of course, oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say no. Don't feel discouraged or something because yeah, I mean, I guess numbers do play a little a big role in getting noticed. Of course, but I think that most importantly is to have faith in your own work and have fun with it, and people will eventually notice. Yeah, it's especially true with what you what you stated. I'm guessing you're the main thing that has helped you not only get recognized, involved with uh, recognized and involved within your um, personal work growing online, but also working inside of the uh, inside of your industry has been the quality and uh, the quality of your work that you've created. I mean, you've you've got so you've got some amazing art, man. I just <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. You see, when I when I started in the industry, I didn't think I was gonna get uh, grabbed by this studio. I'm talking to you about. Um, mainly, I dropped out of art school. Actually, I was a uh, I was majoring in graphic design, and I felt very terrible about it because I I just don't like graphic design. Like, I'm gonna be quite honest. So. Um, it just happened that in my fifth semester of graphic design, I decided to drop out because one of the teachers just put the cherry on the top saying I didn't actually draw my own work, but I uh, stole it from the internet. And I was like, how dare you tell this to me? And she was like, I'm not going to believe you unless you show me all the editable files and the PSDs. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you. And I showed her and she still like didn't pass me. And I was like, what am I doing in this goddamn school? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Can I curse? No, you're, sure. you're, you're, you're totally fine. You're totally fine to okay, curse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was like, what am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to appease some kind of teachers and I'm not learning anything at all because what I wanted to study, of course, was animation. But um, the big, the, the, the only two schools that we had in animation here in Mexico are very expensive. And I didn't have that kind of money. Not even if I had like a tuition or, or something, you know, it, it just didn't, it couldn't happen. So I just had to paint my way. I was like, I, I want to do what I want to do and I'm going to be good at it. And nobody's going to stop me. And I was just like, I'm, I'm dropping out. I'm drawing comics. <laughs> and mm -hmm. my mom was like, are you sure about that? I'm like, yes. And now, of course, my parents were like, mm, we're not so sure about that, but okay, do you, do you, do you, honey. And right now I'm doing good. So yeah. after a year, I, I dropped out of school. Uh, a friend of mine that was already working in the studio told me, hey, send in your portfolio. And I was like, I don't have any portfolio. What are you talking about? 
And she was like, just send in your portfolio, okay? So I did. Um, I built up a portfolio and they called me and they had an interview. I had an interview with the whole concept art team. And they said, do you have your portfolio with you? And I had this little USB drive. And I was like, sure. And I plugged it in. I, there was nothing in it. And I was like, oh, uh, sweats. So I was like, <laughs> is it okay if I show you my DeviantArt page? <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, sure. So I had a lot of like very weird things and fandom stuff that I didn't want to really show. But I had to anyway. So they were like, hmm. Okay, and the one question that they asked me was, do you think you can do this kind of work? And they showed me their own portfolio. And of course, it was like super, super more advanced than what I did. It was like, and I, and my answer was like, yeah, I can do that. Of course, I couldn't do that, but I had <laughs> to try. I was like, maybe I can't do that right now, but I will learn how to do it. And that's how they got how I got uh, hired for that studio, and I've been working on it for like six years already. And I've been working in a lot of different um, uh, projects, which have been really uh, challenging. Sometimes I've even had anxiety attacks because I sometimes don't think I can I can make make it happen. You know, I think I'm gonna screw it all up. But no, everything is um, it, it it's all about learning. You know, and and. Luckily, all my concept art team have been real angels to me, and they're all very patient, and they're amazing artists. And I've learned, I think I've learned more than I could have learned in any school just about now. So, yeah, that's how I got in <laughs> into the industry and working for, like, big-name companies, and it's, like, amazing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm personally, I'm glad that you've, you, you've made it past the, uh, the initial need for, uh, going through college as someone who has done something at least relatively similar. Uh, I, I previously, uh, I'm currently not in college. I did a community college. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it's not something as much directly, uh, involved with like a four, a four year or one that's most more, more traditional. Um, but I'm of glad course. to hear that you, you were, you, you were incredibly, uh, you're, you're incredibly successful in this regard, despite having that, uh, despite that, the, that being something that, that happened to you. Um, now mm -hmm. I, I, I am a bit more curious as to, uh, the work that you've, that you've worked on, not only, uh, within the industry, but more about your work, uh, personally. Um, mm -hmm. has it, has it always been vampires, 80s music and monsters? Or is it, a, or, or, or is, or has there been like, have you had different phases of the art that which you've created? I'd love to go in here. Okay. So I think most of my, most of the things I've drawn have always been not non-human things. I've always had like, this special liking to things that aren't quite, uh, pretty or human. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out here and maybe it's TMI, but my first cartoon crush was Kabuteri Mon from Digimon, the huge bug monster. And I was like, <laughs> that shit's hot. I like it. I want to. <laughs> While everyone was crushing on Ty or Matt or all the kids, I was like, I just like that monster dude over there. And she was like, he, <laughs> my friends were, were like, he has no face. And I'm like, um, What's what about that? Is that a problem? Is that a problem? So yeah, I've always been drawn to like very non-humany creatures. Of course, the things I draw sometimes have like very human uh, faces and stuff, but I always try to have them be kind of weird, you know. Mm -hmm. So 
the first things I draw, I drew when I was a kid were dinosaurs and Pokemon, right? Pokemon was a big part of my artistic development, to say something. Mm-hmm. And of course, also, I, I drew a lot of gorillas when, you know, the band, not actual animals, gorillas. Uh, I really so, like, uh, so for a little bit of both. Damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like monkeys? No, I love monkeys. But, yeah, I love monkeys too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <they're> <laughs> but about, yeah, the gorillas were a big inspiration for me. I was like very, I think it was like the turn of my art into a more ma- mature thing, you know? When I was like 14, 15, and I saw these characters in a band that were saying, bad words and everyone everything looked more crunchy but there were still cartoons and that's when i realized hey cartoons can be like for adults too you know so i so so i kept on like having these uh spurts of like drawing anything demons angels of course uh monsters dinosaurs etc etc i had this uh big face where i only drew um gijinkas which are like humanized things like pokemon or digimon i I love doing that because i love designing characters more than simply just drawing something that already existed i just wanted to invent Mm -hmm. i wanted to make something up that could look like very appealing and when people started to say wow that's hot and i was like yeah it's hot so i (laughs) felt like yeah (laughs) let's keep on doing this so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really like I, I really like drawing you know anything that's maybe human but not quite. That's mm-hmm. my jam. Totally. <laughs> uh, you said uh, in stuff involved with uh, gajinkas. You said. Um, do you huh? feel like it, you said involved with like a good? Yeah, you said gajinkas. Is that correct? The, mm-hmm. uh, the yeah, term. Yeah, uh, um, Is that mostly like? Do, do, what is it about that that makes it so uh, appealing? Is it is it the idea that it gives you a base to work with, and then giving the forms to make it from, or do you think yeah. it's like a reinvention sort of thing? How do you, how do you think about that? I think it's a little bit of both. It's like having a base and also seeing how a lot of people interpret it in different ways mm-hmm. um so you can leave your personal mark in every single thing you do like you let's put an example here you have pikachu now gajinkify that shit so people make like big titty girlfriends <laughs> with like big chaps and then stuff and then i'm doing like a rocker dude with with like little pika ears and a, a base like has pika tail or something and i think it's uh it's a reinterpretation of course but it has like a lot of your soul put into it because you can portray what you really like about um whatever media you consume and you and you transform it into this little base of course you're never gonna you you see pikachu and the least thing you think about is a a, a, like a big 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 booby girl you know Little mouse Pokemon that someone does that. When I first think of P- P- Pikachu, all I think of is huge tits. That's that. Yeah, that's how. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least on the internet. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Speaking of, do you think that? Um, do you think that that has been like a major? Uh, a major like influence on your art style, not only from the, the art, which you've seen like involved with like uh, gorillas and uh, stuff involving that. Um, do you think that uh, the internet has influenced your artistic style more so uh, than like, uh, let's say like not even traditional art, not, not even like traditional art and learning from that sort of way. Um, I'm guessing you've been on off the beaten path sort of involved with the way you've 
learn how to create art. You're not tip, not a typically traditionalist involved with the way that you uh, you draw. Would I would that would I be wrong in saying that? Or, or no, 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 totally. You're you're a hundred percent correct because the more uh, the more the internet has grown, of course, the more information has been like around. So I always I, I always learned from other artists. I I'm not saying per se I copy like from everything they do but i i also uh, i take a lot of inspiration from the artists i've met since day one in the internet like i had a friend from colombia that drew amazing anime style and i was like i love how she she makes eyes for example so i try to make my own my own version of those eyes and i always i guess it's sort of this thing that when you get bombarded i guess i don't know if that's the word mm -hmm. but you get like um thrown at you so many so many art styles and so many ways of doing things that you uh, your brain is kind of like a sponge especially when you're like younger you just take a lot from that and and you get very influenced at everything you see and the people you meet mm -hmm. and sometimes it, it it just it just comes uh without effort just of course you have to to make an effort to to learn of course right but you just you just get so influenced that all these things that surround you that it's just like you just i don't know i don't know how to explain it but of course the internet has a big has played a big role in a lot of artists lives because mm -hmm. it's the easiest way to to get like so many arts so many references so many ways to learn and do things you know yeah They'll never know what I've been through. They don't know why I did it. They can imagine why I started, but never why I kept going. I have to thank them, really. Enrage is really where I belong. The blood rush. What little I have left keeps me swinging. I really should be practicing my swing. But who needs aim when any hit will do? I remember when it was about making them pay. Now everyone has a debt I should collect. Hey, you. Better up. Drunken Fix presents The Home Runner, rated R. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Middle Bit. I'm your host, Doc Conrad, and uh, let's get things started, shall we? If you didn't know from the last episode, I have been streaming live on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10pm EST, and Saturdays at a random point in time. Uh, if you are listening to this right now, in fact, later on today, I will be uh, doing a stream. Uh, not to sure what it's going to be on Saturday, but it's going to be a good one. I know that for certain. Had a lot of fun with those all the time. Having fun playing Minecraft, Among Us, all those sort of games. It's been a, it's been quite a bit of fun uh, playing games with uh, fans and friends, people that I know, past guests of the podcast, and all that. So, if you want to go ahead and catch me uh, live every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10 p.m. EST, um, that is twitch.tv slash Conrad. Again, that is twitch.tv slash Dr. Conrad. 
Also, I've been seeing a lot of support coming from some big fans of the podcast uh, over the past few days, and it's been great to go ahead and see. I want to go ahead and get the ball rolling again, so if you want to go ahead and suggest this podcast to anyone that uh, you think might enjoy it, please go ahead and do so. I'd love to go ahead and check it out. And if you're a fan of the show, feel free to go ahead and at me on Twitter at commsopenpodcast. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at commsopenpodcast, and uh, you can go ahead and check me out there. Also, if you happen to be someone who's watching the podcast on YouTube, be here to hit subscribe and hit the like button. It would really help me out quite a bit. And if you're listening on whatever app you use, I would love it if you would go ahead and follow the podcast, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Podcasts, anything you want to go ahead and uh, do, just go ahead and follow me there. That'd be amazing. And, uh, yep. All right. That looks like it's going to be it for the middle bit. You guys enjoy the rest of the interview. Take care. All right. Bye. I can I can definitely tell I can definitely see that within your art, uh, especially mm-hmm. like the and and I'm guessing it helps quite a bit that you're you're very much online involved with like you you know you've not only are you posting your art online and you're getting feedback from others and you're like seeing what what other people see in your at least your feed and timeline of their individual art styles and you're seeing it from that regard. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm guessing there are also early inspirations involved, uh, like you stated, stated earlier, with like the gorillas and with uh, Pokemon and all those different sort of uh, media that you consumed when you were younger. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that those? Uh, uh, let's talk about that specifically. Involved, um, especially with uh, your artwork um, involved. Like, like, like I'm looking at this image right now. Recording days. Your, your when you post on the 18th. Um, it, it, it's basically a mashup of IRL. And uh, your drawn characters involved. I'm guessing photos taken by you. Um, if that's if yeah. yeah, yeah, that photo is totally taken by me in in Psychophonia Studio. Um, that was the day we were recording for uh, one of the comics albums because we actually have uh, some songs out there on Spotify mm-hmm. for that comic specifically. So I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to take a picture and draw the characters in here as if they were like recording here with us and i was like yeah that's kind of like a gorilla's thing right like that's what what that's what they did and i was like yeah sure let's do this so i don't know it it just felt cool like if they were there like Mm -hmm. treating them like real people because the music is very real yeah so yeah why not (laughs) (laughs) uh Speaking uh, speaking of your comic, uh, I think that'd mm-hmm. be a good thing for us to go ahead and uh, transfer it into. Um, specific, specifically about uh, not only the characters, but the start of it. I, I, I read earlier that mm-hmm. you were planning for this comic to only last, like, this is going to be at max two years. And you've, like, extended <laughs> it further on. And you've made it all, you've made it, uh, how, how long has it, how long has it been? Has it been, has it been two years at this point? And you're not even, you're, you don't feel like you've finished the story yet? Or how do you, how do you feel? Has it, how long has it been? I fooled myself saying, <laughs> telling myself that I would, it will last two years. Because I thought I was going to finish it quickly, but no, it just so happens that making a comic is, is pain. But it, <laughs> it is very gratifying, too. Um, I think that from now, probably it's going to be like three more years until the comic finally reaches its end. And that's if I don't get like super uh, busy with other, other kind of work. Because right now I had to, to pause it for a month. 
work on this uh, pilot. And right now, of course, I have I have a lot of written stuff. I know I know how the how the story is gonna end. I know how where it's where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. But to put it into into paper, that's another story. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I guess uh, every time you you set a a date for you to finish something, you're fooling yourself. You're telling <laughs> you dirty lies, and yeah. <laughs> so, how, what what initially came? Well, do you do you think you have any specific inspirations for this specific comic, Vamp Sabbath? Um, because I would love to hear uh, all. I love to hear all about it, like the the character creation process, how you came up with the story, everything. Uh, as of much course. as you want to, as much as you're willing to tell. Well, first off, I absolutely adore vampires. Uh, I think they're very cool creatures, but not the ones that shine with the light of day, but the ones that we had uh, before, like around the 80s and 90s, early 2000s, which are, you know, the movies like The Lost Boys and Interview with the Vampire um, and Rises of Vampires are amazing, too. I've always liked uh, this kind of stories of the damned, the, the the creatures that lurk in the shadows and cannot see the light of day. Um, I've also really liked, you know, 80s, 90s music. I think it's it just portrays uh, the human emotion so well. Well, more the 90s than the 80s. The 80s was just about girls, 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 and let's get fucked and mm-hmm. let's get drugs. But the 90s and the uh, the 90s, the grunchiest part of the 90s was more 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 about feelings, right? But mm-hmm. I still feel that there's a lot of soul into those into those um into those songs and and music and it just feels like you're there when you listen to them so it's just like a mix of those two you know the the supernatural and how a simple soul like a human soul gets involved with all these things and how the world can be a crazy place and also you know a self-discovery story about who they are even though they know are they are human and they some of them know they're vampires that does not define them, but they define what they do with their lives, you know, and, and what they they choose to do. That sounded like very Pokemon Mewtwo uh, thing, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. It's quite real. So um, I forgot the question. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. It's it, it, honestly, you were, you were answering it perfectly. It was mostly involved with your inspirations for Vamp Sabbath. So, I mean, you stating oh, yeah. that it was mostly involved with the uh, the 80s and 80s and 90s music really, really, really that 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 point of it like really got me uh, uh, caught me um, because mm-hmm. I feel like that uh, what was it um, the two. Uh, the the bands of uh well, well Tr- Tristan himself reminds me mostly of like how you were stating like how the nineties mostly felt like mm-hmm, involved mm-hmm. with uh yeah yeah and, and mostly involved with it being like more sentimental uh involved with his uh his work and I'm only mm-hmm. I'm only like three chapters in because I was reading it right before reading and catching up right before I got a chance to go ahead and call you but uh yeah I, I've uh. I I could definitely see that like that that is definitely what 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 come what comes through initially. Um, but right, is, 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 mo- is, is that something you think? Yeah, a much more emotional part of 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 the music, and also um, I had I had 
something in my head, but I forgot about it. I'm sorry. I was like, I, I was going to compliment that, but no. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. It's like a, a smash, like, like, you know, uh, 80s metal meets uh, 90s grunge, you know, this big fight with, you know, how how the other character, uh, Logan, is a little bit more flashy and he's a little bit more out there and mm -hmm. loud while the other guy's just trying to go past his life. He's like, I just want to live, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but very, yeah. Very, mu very much like meeting, uh, trying to get by versus living a life of luxury. Um, exactly. And like, like, like doing things, do, he's doing things out of passion and necessity while he's just doing things fully out of passion, I would say. Of course. Like, yeah. He, does, like he, he doesn't them, have to, but yeah, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. One of them lives in one of them lives in the past while the other lives like in the future all the time, which mm -hmm. like Tristan is always like thinking about how what what his past did to him and and how he suffers so much from the things that happened to him while Logan is like, I just want to go this way. He doesn't look back. He never lives in the past. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that that mixed uh, mixed emotions and mixed problems. And I don't know. I, I just I just go with it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, mm -hmm. I guess that's the the whole point of the story. Like it's just a, a self discovery story with vampires, <laughs> <laughs> as it should be. As all as all stories should be. You're 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 honestly you're a, a revolutionary for making a, making a self discovery story about vampires. Honestly, like I. I honestly like I haven't seen this sort of like this sort of thing capture my attention as well as your art specifically does. And I'm guessing that's the mm -hmm. way in which you like portray your characters, um, especially like the ways in which like they appear to be, you know, like sometimes even their nightmare sequences or what some of the characters nightmare sequences. That's when you really get to like share like the your your uh, your mon the monstrous side that you're able to go ahead and like uh, portray um and I, I don't know i don't know just like your specific like way it is in which you draw like especially thick lines and everything involved oh. that really really accentuates each of the character e each and every character that you draw i don't know it's just your your, your art's amazing just want to just want to thank put you out there. so much <laughs> thank you thank you and you know one of the things that i like most about this kind of vampires is that of course they can be pretty and all but they're also monsters we have to remember that these these beings are are just like undead monsters so that's what i really want to like people to remember when when some characters transform or we get to meet like characters that don't even look human is that they're not all pretty and they have more than to their looks to mm -hmm. tell yeah i i, I could definitely i could definitely go ahead and tell uh, especially mm -hmm. with the with the way you've like portrayed some of your characters like the way you you can you can clearly tell that some of them have dealt with like emotional trouble in the way that they cope with it um is very different and it also shows within the way that they are actually like monsters some of them don't even some of them try to avoid it as much as they can some of them uh some of them like may like push things off to uh, in other ways um and some of them like are literally shown to be like totally like different creatures and humans mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
but mm-hmm. uh, I, I have I, I I can't honestly psychoanalyze uh, it, it it's like an enough because I w- it basically fan theory fan theory crafting in front of the person who's made it while I'm guessing <laughs> is like is like oh it's adorable what he's thinking it, no, it feels I love it feels it. okay it feels especially like bad because I'm just like oh I could be totally wrong with this but let me just tell you exactly how I think that the their character is supposed to be I don't know it's a uh-huh, it's a weird I- feeling. No, no way. I love it. I love it when people like like want to analyze whatever happens to the characters or what they're going through because mm-hmm. you know, it has been like not even a week in time comic, you know, in the comic time. And yeah. there's so much that has already been going on and people are like, "Max, but what's going to happen? They have just met for like 4 days or something." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. What's up with that? It's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> um how you you said that you've like created this story and you've gotten everything written out so far and you're planning on keeping it very much the same uh at least mm-hmm. to this at least to this point um when is it that you you first started the creation and writing process of uh of of your comic when was it that I started? Well, not even that when you first like started making the first page. I'm talking about like creating the plot line of the story. Like was there like how long did that how long did that portion of it take? Cuz I know the comic's still ongoing and creating, mm-hmm. but how long did it take for you to write it out? Did you bang it out in a week and like, yep, this is what I'm going to de- dedicate the next 2 years of my life to? Or uh, were you or or was it like has this been a long slow burn of things that you've created like characters that you've made over the course of periods of time and like things that you like, Oh, I want to keep this for some time later. And then you made mm-hmm. it or how is that? How is that gone? Well, I think I've got a, I'm going to have a very disappointing answer, but the, the truth is that I didn't even spend a month thinking about this story because my mind is very um, quick to think about things. And mm-hmm. um, I spent about two weeks, just two weeks writing stuff out and, and thinking about what if this, what if that? Oh, let's put here, this here and there, blah blah blah. And it all just so happened because it's this is super stupid, and, and I'm sorry about this, but mm-hmm. the character Tristan wasn't a thing. Like he just existed just about uh, a week or two weeks before mm-hmm. um, I decided to make this comic, and he was just a little NPC I drew for a not say for work piece. And he came out of that. And I was like, hmm, I like you. I'm going to use you for something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he just came out of the blues. And also Vanna came out of the blues. And I was like, I, I just, the thing is that I really like Logan as a character. He, he has been one of the, he, had, he is one of the oldest characters I have. So people always told me, Max, why don't you make a comic? And I was like, I just don't think I have what it takes to make a comic, you know? And I, I never I never wanted to make it because I didn't think I was good enough until one day I was like, but when am I ever going to be good enough? Like, I'm like, you know how artists, we, we kind of put ourselves down all the time or Mm -hmm. most creators, like you, you never feel like you're good enough. Um, I've, I've talked to plenty to know that that is very (laughs) much a, very much a a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you can always have like a, good self-esteem but oh but there's it's just inevitable how you can sometimes compare yourself to others or see how every uh, some some others are like advancing at at a a very much uh faster speed than you anyways i was um 
I just didn't want to start a comic because I didn't think I could do it because I was afraid of first and foremost, I was afraid of drawing backgrounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I don't want to draw backgrounds because comics need backgrounds. So I'm not going to draw like <laughs> characters standing in the blank. And so one day I said, Hey, you're never going to be good enough, Max. Just fucking do it. You're going to turn 30 and then you're what? You, are you going to finish your comic when you're like 19? Not to be ageist or whatever that word is. Mm-hmm. I mean, what whoever can make whatever at whatever age. But I just wanted to make it quickly so I wouldn't like spend so much time on it so I could move on into other things. Because, you see, I have this... Um, I guess it's a disorder. I'm, I'm very... Um, manic depressive so sometimes i have periods in which i'm like i don't want to do anything but when i have my manic episodes i want to do everything mm-hmm. um so i'm like i just want to get this thing done and i want to show people and show myself uh, most importantly they can't that i can do this um i can do a comic and i can tell a story and that's that that was was most important for me like just uh, convincing myself that i was gonna learn in the process, not before yeah. the process, you know? And yeah, uh, returning to the original question. Sorry about that. No, no, it's <laughs> I fine. Took like, I, I took like two weeks to write out the comic. And while I was drawing the first char- chapter, I kept on writing it. So it's a still right. I'm still writing it. There are still things that need to be fixed and all, but the main plot is already done. And the way it ends, it's already done because I already wanted to have like uh, the ending done so i knew where was the goal and which was the goal mm-hmm. so i could achieve that so i didn't pull a i don't know i didn't pull a one piece and never ended you know <laughs> yeah. i didn't want to do that <laughs> so yeah that's 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 how it goes for me <laughs> i um i i think that's been this has been so far a really good section of discussing your web comic and the Ooh. work that you've already the work that you've done not only in the industry but the work that you've done for yourself um now we're getting to the point where we've talked a lot about your art and we've talked a lot about how it is you first got into it but uh this is a here's going to be mostly a a, a weird curveball um mm-hmm. i love weird here, here 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 we go max who are you? Oh my god! You love weird, huh? I thought huh? this was gonna be an interview, not a psychoanalysis. <laughs> um, With this podcast, you get to you get to have a little bit of the both worlds. It's <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so who am I? Well, I guess I'm just a I'm a lost soul, to be completely honest. Um, I I just go through life living from the feeling that it gives me to create art and to tell stories for others that's what motivates me the most about being myself and being who i am as a storyteller and i guess a, an illustrator i i don't know if i could call myself an artist people call themselves an artist just for like the practical terms of it but um i guess it's just uh, sometimes I, it feels like a like too big of a name to call myself like an artist, but at the end of the day, art is what people choose is art, not the artist. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess I'm just a, I'm just a very lost and scared soul. Sometimes I, I, I don't know. I it, it's hard to be, it's hard to be me, but I it's hard to be 
everyone too. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own problems and everybody has their own way of being. But I just chose to express who I am through my art and with my sense of humor, I guess, if I even <laughs> have one. Um, and just try to like see it, see the good things everywhere because I know life can be a little bit overwhelming, especially when when you're kind of like a, well, not kind of, when you're, a, especially when you're a, mi a minority because, um, well, for me, being a Hispanic, be being Hispanic and being trans, it hasn't been hard. It has been hard for me. Mm -hmm. But I always try to look past that and just keep on working with my in my things in my stuff because that is that is who I people who I want people to see in me. Uh, wait, I didn't say that correctly. That is no. what I want people to see about me. Not mm -hmm. if I like I'm transitioning or I'm from a third world country or if I can't speak English correctly. Of course, <laughs> I just want them to see uh, what I can make and. Of course, also who I can be in. You know, I've always had this, uh, I've always had uh, mistakes in the past. And I've been, when I was younger, I was very rude. I was very loud. I was very disrespectful. But, you know, it's, it's part of growing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're an edgy teenager and then you turn into an edgy 30-year-old. So what's up? <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess it's all part of learning. And I'm just... I'm just Max, I guess. <laughs> well, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll. I think we'll go ahead and finish up this interview with this. Uh -huh. Max, you. I would like to go ahead and state that your talent involved not only within the the creation of art, but how it is that you've like created characters and everything involved with what you do is fantastic. I must say, like there is so much that you have you have created and brought into this world that is a mix and match of styles and bringing not only yourself and your own culture, but who you are and your own personality into the world that you have uh, created involved not only with your personal comics, but the work that you've done, uh, <laughs> the work that you've done professionally. I can see it's nearly almost obvious that it's you involved with it. <laughs> it, it it's and that's one of the most important things to be earlier you stated that you don't even know if you're an artist you are definitely an artist to the fullest uh, to the fullest extent the way that in which you create characters the way in which you have them explore the world around them and the way in which you are able to story tell is fantastic it's clearly being able you're clearly able to go ahead and do so you made it incredible not success is not the only major factor in in which it's like <laughs> success is not the only major benefit benefactor of which like is, is it not the only major marker but but it is the quality and the <laughs> and the amount of effort that you put forth into that work each and every time you make it is what's most important you've learned i'm guessing quite a bit from the point in which you first started to where you are today and the 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 trials and tribulations that you've lived up to this point in your life is honestly incredibly admirable from a uh, i would go ahead and say not even like a not even a hustle standpoint but from a point of someone who is dedicated and motivated to continue to doing their work is amazing i know that you've stated earlier that you struggle with things involved like you like you said i don't want to get too much in too much into it but involved with like being manic depressive and i know how hard that can have, can actually be involved with not having the correct amount of uh effort 
focused and pointed into different directions. But Mm -hmm. what I can say is that in the general trends of where you're going to the public eye, you are going in an amazing direction. Your, your creation, your process, and that which you have created is uh, fantastic to a ton of different people. They wake up and they see your work and they, everyone loves it. And I sure do. I mean, I'm, I'm a major fan of your work and I have been for quite a while. And I gotta say, I am really glad that you weren't willing to go ahead and speak up about your, not only your life, but the work that you've done in the past and the work you're, you're continuing to do and the effort in which you put forth into everything. I know it's difficult at times, but I'm really glad that you're here and I'm really glad that you're doing what you're doing right now. And I'm hoping that this is the path that you're going to continue to go down. And even if it's not, I know, I know that what you are going to do in the future is going to be the right decision. So, Man, yeah. what the hell? You're going to make me cry. That is not <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, I, I, I super, super appreciate everything, every word you're saying. Like, really, it's, it, you know, it's just, this is what I live for, man. I, I just love, I just love to make others feel welcomed mm-hmm. um, and feel happy with what I do. It makes, it makes me feel happy to know, you know, there are so many people that just didn't have a good day or just are struggling with something and to come into the internet and see like, Oh, Max updated their comic or this artist updated their comic or they posted (laughs) something and you, you, you give them a chuckle or you give them like a little gasp and that's something that's, that's good. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what makes us a great, um, species as a humankind. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it, I live for that. Honestly and truthfully, I thank you so much for your words. I mean, I guess we haven't met each other like for like more than one week and you're already like, dude, you're so cool. (laughs) You're so nice. I love you. So yeah, thank you so much for having me in this interview and, and, and I don't know, believing in what I do, of course. Of course, of course. And I'd like to thank you for being here and doing what it is you do. And, uh, as as always, do not I, – I don't want you to go ahead and think that anything involved with uh, your work should be something that you I, – I know that imposter syndrome is huge within the artist industry, especially those oh, with yeah. like major ones, major major amounts of followings. But, but what I must say is that your – the quality of your work and the effort in which you put forth into it is fantastic and you deserve the following that you have and you deserve to have a growing one as well because yeah, i mean just fucking holy shit just look at your art <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, 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 it shows much. it shows no really thank you so much i really appreciate it a lot uh, <laughs> it's it's great to be seen it's great to be seen that's <laughs> that's what i have to say <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Max. And I'd like to go no. ahead. And, uh, I'd like to go ahead and thank uh, thank you for uh, stopping by. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you uh, you said yes. That I know this is a is a really weird thing. So <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Thank you for having me and even considering me.